welcome to the expansive podcast coming to you every single week at Wednesday at 3 p.m. South African Standard Time. It is great to be with all of you again. And of course, it's great to be with uh, my ever elegant host, Mr. John Sane. Do I need to change that up, by the way? Because you were saying last time that like it's uh, it's overplayed. It's like it's monotonous. So do I need to like find a different thing to call you? Well, can we still go with it? Oh, look, I think the couple of words we could play with was uh, magnanimous, um, extraordinary, outstanding, supremacist, beyond our wildest dreams. You know, there's many. I'll send you a full list. Um, what's up? What's up? Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast this week. Uh, very excited to be doing this. We always look forward to this little bump in the week where we get to go live with uh, everybody out there. And uh, if you are listening for the first time, welcome to the Expansive Business Podcast, where we try and explain anything that's on the latest research topic, hot topic of the week that helps us expand our lives, both in business as well as in our personal life. And so Eric is a specialist in leadership and development of teams. I'm a specialist in human psychology and futurism. And today we are going to be speaking about the latest, hottest topic of the press, which we were so excited to hear about. Eric, I'll give it to you to share with everybody. Yes, I don't know if you have this uh, set up for yourself, but uh, I have a Google alert for my name. And this morning when I woke up, there was a little alert for my name and I went to go check it out. And it turned out that we've been featured as one of the top 20 trend podcasts of 2021 uh, by Welp Magazine. So there it is, Welp Magazine. And yes. uh, you scroll down, down, down. We're not the, we're obviously not the top one from the looks of it. I don't know if this That's, is. Uh, <laughs> we should complain. We should complain. <laughs> but we, uh, we are. There we go. There we go. So, um, you know, <laughs> go for it. No, I, you know, when you, when you sent it to me and I was going through it, I'm like, what is this? Like, am I supposed to be looking for the latest trends on podcasts or I couldn't quite understand it. But then I saw WGSN, which is one of the world's best trend uh, platforms. And I followed them and then I kept scrolling and I was about to actually stop scrolling because I was confused at why you sent it to me. And then I saw Bada Bing, Bada Bang, the expansive <laughs> podcast. I was totally shocked, amused, and excited about it. So well done to us for 67 um, episodes. This is number 68. And uh, really exciting to to be recognized, I yeah. guess, by an international platform for the podcast that we're putting out. And uh, yeah, I didn't want to spoil well it. Well done you. to us. And thank you for everybody who listened. I didn't want to spoil it for you. I, I, wanted I saw to that. I thought, I've, I thought that was really like, that's so your personality, actually. You know, you don't, you're like undercover. You always got these undercover things on the go. You uh, you don't always tell everybody what's going on first up front. So that's cool. I like that about you, actually. What's been going Thank on, you. Eric, quite Thank quickly you. in Joburg? Uh, yeah. You, you, you were in Cape Town recently. Thanks for stopping by and saying, how's it? Just by the way. And also, yeah, it was great. Thanks for getting back to me on my message for your happy <laughs> birthday. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's all. Those are all very great things that yeah. happened there over the last few days. Yeah, listen, uh, Cape Town was great. Um, <laughs> so we quickly popped through for my birthday um, and then came back uh, on Monday and it's been like a very busy week. Um, we launched a new learning experience for organization that I've been working with. Uh, we've been doing it since Feb and it just went live this week. Um, phenomenal, like year-long learning experience. Very excited for it to see how it sort of uh, plays out. Um preparing a talk for the South African Society of Anesthesiologists that I'm doing on Saturday uh, around resilience. So yeah, lots on the go, busy like working on a new team building offering within Modern Breed. 
So busy, 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 but like loving every second of it. What's happening on your side? Just anesthesiology has a conference every year to talk about I think quickest ways to make people fall asleep. <laughs> like what, uh, go unconscious? I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you. Are you going to be doing that for them? Uh, I'm talking about resilience, but <laughs> yes. maybe maybe yeah, my talk is part of helping them to fall existed. asleep. Like this is how you, it's a, yeah, a yeah, modern yeah, way, all invasive. The you've done well. Yeah, the modern way. <laughs> Um, I have been, uh, as usual, uh, lots on the go, always developing, building brand, uh, discussing the passion economy with my team, uh, developing new ways to understand how far we can get our distribution out there to get more people to share in the latest research. So, yeah, as usual, developing talks, developing masterclasses. And today we're going to be talking about one of my latest masterclasses and just unpacking the subjects that uh, I'll be taking people through if they're going to be signing up for the masterclass and really just evolving myself and in the process of learning and exposing myself to information, the best way to learn it is to teach it. And so I package and curate that information to a way that I hope people can utilize to evolve themselves and expand what their futures look like. Mm. So let me tell us up quickly about this, because this is a topic that we've spoken about before on the podcast um, and that we've spoken a lot about before in our personal capacities. And it's always a topic that I enjoy listening, like I enjoy listening to you talk about it. And, you know, I think it's, it's always relevant. It's always a hot topic. It's always something people want to learn more about. And of course, it's the topic of money. And it's, it's interesting because like this week, I decided that I'm, I'm, and I'll feed back on this maybe like in a, in a while, but I'm doing two journals. Um, the one is a decision making journal in which I'm documenting decisions, the big decisions that I'm making uh, and trying to understand my reasoning and everything behind it and a momentum journal, um, which is to document, you know, what are the things that I'm doing every single day that's creating momentum in my business and in my personal life. And the very first two decisions that are, that are in that journal, are they, they related to money, right? And, and both of them, I'm like, should I have made this decision around money? And it's like, it's always such a, it's always such a, interesting thing to explore the stories that we have around it and i think we develop so many patterns and behaviors around money but it's one of those things that we never examine this is exactly the reason why i'm doing the decision making journal because how often do we sit back and actually evaluate our decisions yet these are like crucial to how we build our businesses and build our lives and the same thing with money how often do you actually stop and truly evaluate your relationship with it and your understanding of it and how you create it and amass it, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really excited for this. And you are, like you said, you're doing a course about it um, that's coming out soon and people were loving and raving about it already. So I thought we could give people a bit of a teaser today of what they might expect if they join the course. So over to you. Cool. Thank you so much, Eric. That's a great tee up. I appreciate it. Just very quickly, my own relationship with money was broken uh, for many, many years, and it was always based on learning the behavior of my mom. And what we do often is we watch and are imbued by our parents' relationship with money, and then we take on that relationship with money and we continue it. And so it's a big part of the older generation's understanding of scarcity. And in that world of linear, non-digital, analog world, there was a scarce amount of opportunities available for us 
And so the mindset around we're only earning $10,000 a month. We have to make best with this $10,000. We have to save. We have to budget. We have to do all these things. And then that's how we live. That's how we grew up, right? So, but we live now in a different world. You know, we live now in a digitally abundant world. Many things are free around us, you know, and we forget about that. Like uh, communication right now doing this, you know, it's almost free. It used to be just something TVs used to do, you know, and TV stations. And they used to cost millions to be able to put this sort of production on, to have something live and that sort of thing. So we have to realize that, you know, we're living in a different world, but many of us still have got relationships with money based on the old analog world of the past that we learned from our parents. So the masterclass is called Your Money in Motion. And the reason I've called it that is that the emotions that we have, the emotions that we have around money create the motion of money around us or the lack of. And I've learned this through years and years of coaching and years and years of workshops and my own level of masterclasses that I've done and books that I've read. And so I've, I've kind of curated all of it to have two clear sessions, two clear sections. The section one is about the changing idea of work, of employment and of entrepreneurship and understanding how that's evolving. And then the second thing is about the emotional frequency and intentionality around money. And so you have to have both in your, in your sort of scope of understanding because you've also got to realize that you can't always look for safety and then hope that you're going to have a dramatic impact on the world and then that world's going to gift you back with abundance and, 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 and money or whatever the case may be. So it's a two day masterclass, 90 days, 90 minutes a day. And the first subject I call the surplus society. And in the surplus society, we know that the world that we come from developed the educational system to create people that could fit into the machine of corporations and organizations. So when you finish school, you had the option of going into 10 careers, you know, back in the day. You could be an accountant, an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer. There wasn't anything else for you to be. There was like, you know, graphic design is new or any of these new jobs, they're new. That back then there was only few. Obviously, we've had a proliferation of new jobs on the market, but still you banked into a certain type of job that you need to study for. But what has happened over years and years and years of education is that we've created a surplus society. And a surplus society is a society of people that have been similarly trained in similar educational systems, creating similar courses and similar degrees and similar diplomas, working for similar organizations, creating similar types of products and services. And so when you have something that is so surplus and so similar, the quickest word that comes to mind is commoditization. So these things become commoditized because they are patterns that repeat themselves. People have learned them all around. And now, you know, if you're an accountant, you can have, you lose your job and there's 15 people behind you to get your job. And if now because of globalization and no, and no borders, India, for example, has two, 200 million accountants waiting to take your job for half the price. So you understand that the, the world of careers and work and study and, and, corporations is becoming commoditized and maybe is already very commoditized in certain places. The second thing we have to take into account is that automation is now starting to eat away at many of these jobs. In fact, it's not just the rudimentary jobs of drivers and tellers, lawyers and accountants and doctors and all these people will have all their base sections of their careers also automized or automated. 
And if you think about reading a, career, a, a contract, a machine can do it in 0.4 seconds. It takes 90 hours from a lawyer to do it. The stats are ridiculous. I've got this book that I read that I've read. It's called Future Proof, Nine Rules of Humans in the Age of Automation. And all the stats in there are showing that the accuracy of machines doing what they're doing is close to 100%. The timing that they're doing it is literally fractions of a second compared to a much lower level of decisiveness and clarity from humans with a much longer place. So no matter where you are, you have to um, realize that automation is coming and commoditization is coming. And that's only because that is the old world that is being automated and commoditized. So we're now moving into this new world. And this new world is otherwise known as the passion economy or the business of you. And in this world of the business of you and the passion economy, we're actually reverting to pre-industrial times. And in pre-industrial times, what we had was we had millions and millions of micro businesses in every town, village, and little dorpy. What we used to, the dorpy is little village Afrikaans. In Afri- I'm doing it for you, Eric. Dorpy. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, you have. I understood one part of the podcast. Um, I, Thank you. Yeah, you've understood what, one, one word. Ian I can't. I just my Afrikaans is terrible. I can't even. Uh, Ian, I can't even say it. I can't even say it. So every little town and village and Dorpi used to have a butcher, a baker, and a candlestick maker. And so we had these micro businesses all across the world. And there was no communication or logistics. But today, what's happening is that these very big giant organizations are so slow to adapt and innovate and 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 and, and evolve themselves that. They can't actually guarantee anybody any jobs anymore. And, and I find that a lot of people in careers complain that they don't have, they, they, there's no way up in that, in that, uh, organization or they're not getting enough development or they're unhappy with their salary or there's no guarantee of their employment. Yes. Welcome to 2021. That is exactly what's going on. Nobody can guarantee you anything. And so we, we see a lot of people reverting back to those micro businesses of pre-industrial times, except today they're called the business of you and the passion economy. And, you know, you and I do it. And there's many millions of people around the world that are developing business models based on their passions, evolving their passions, and then proliferating them out through social media channels, through digitization, Patreon, um, online talks, online courses, you name it, coffee, you know, just so many ways you can proliferate your brand. And so the course, the, the masterclass talks about surplus society. We do some workshops around that and understand where you are in the process. Then we unpack the passion economy and we understand the business of you and how that is you are relating to that. Whether you work inside an organization or by your own or in your own entrepreneurship, your personal brand is important no matter where you are. Because if you're working for a company and you want to go to another company, you want people to know you as a thought leader, as a smart person, as a person who's active, then your jobs will come easier to you. Even though that's shrinking that market, that's still important. Now, you know, as an entrepreneur like you and I, brand development and distribution is pretty much everything. And so if you think about the sort of the people that get voted into positions of power, like Donald Trump, it wasn't because of anything else besides brand recognition. And so we understand that just brand recognition on its own is very, very powerful. So I'm going to stop there and I'm going to say, do you have any questions or does anybody listening have any questions before we carry on and start actually talking? Yeah, about I'll, I'll quickly check if there's any comments that come through. Um, but I do have just two observations. The one is that uh, Patreon just raised $155 million. And I think that's a good sign at the times, you know, that um, whether it's Patreon or OnlyFans, like the creator economy is booming and people are, are monetizing their skills, their experience, 
in different ways. Their booties, their booties, their yeah, all of it. <laughs> yeah, and um, and I was just I was watching something just before we jumped online uh, about this flywheel that's being created because if you think of most social or like all the social media platforms, all they're doing is they are copying each other's features all the time. So you get you know Snapchat yeah. coming up to stories pretty soon. Instagram has it, Facebook has it. Uh, you has TikTok comes out with short form videos pretty Bad soon. House. Instagram. Like, you know, everyone's just copying everyone else. And the latest thing that they're going to be copying yeah. is monetization of channels. Did you see that Twitter is now allowing you to tip mm. people? I don't know if you've seen, like, so. Well, because most of the people that are on um, OnlyFans is getting clients from Twitter. So they're losing all those people. So they want to keep them there. But exactly. So now all the, all the platforms, that's going to be their next step is going to say, well, mm. how do we make it as mm. easy and accessible for people on the platform to monetize here? Mm. and not go somewhere else mm. Mm. so once mm. that happens and mm. once that becomes easier geez i mean you're gonna have it like this creator economy taking off so now big time like as as uh you know we always think about this like when is the best time to start today is the best time to Yesterday. start yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, absolutely um there's one more thing i want to say but I, it, it kind of slips my mind so otherwise all good i'm not seeing any questions come through so i think okay next up all good? Yeah. Okay, so that's the first piece, is to understand where we're going and as far as work is concerned. Jeez, that screen is much better, dude. So much better. I don't know why. Why did you do that from the beginning? I, I was just like, I was... You forgot. I, well, we have all these options. Yeah, that's much better. Like, anyway. I can make you smaller. No, no, both of us smaller is good. Yeah, that's big. much better. No, that's terrible. This then is probably the best away, one. Like, we can just... No, so it is the best one. If you listen to this on podcast, Eric has just put his face on the whole screen and pushed me out, but that's fine. That's the way Eric, because that's the only way you can that's get attention, roll. Eric. That's yeah, yeah. the problem, brother. That's how you roll. That's how you roll. Squash the little guy. Squash the little guy. Listen, your voice. Anyway, so if you listen to this on podcast, this is all being done on a screen. So sorry to have lost you there. We're back. Um, okay, so we've spoken about the future of work, the future of careers, the future of understanding how to add value to the world. And there are many, many new ways to do that. And it's good to explore those. And then we talk about money, the topic itself that is such a taboo subject uh, in many societies and many cultures where you were told never to speak about it and, and never share your, your content about it. And, you know, it's always something that everybody needs and everybody wants more of, but nobody talks about it, which is such a weird thing. It's mm. like so weird that it's got that energy to it, right? So the first thing I talk about is the ability to change your frequency towards money. And this was taught to me by a lady called Angela Deitchman. And what she taught me was there's something called the joy of money. And the joy is made up of three characteristics. And if you ask anybody what joy is, most people will say it's happiness, but actually much deeper. It's got these three emotions attached to it. And the first one is excitement. The second one is ease. And the third one is love. And what, what I'll do through the workshop is show you that most people suffer from the exact opposite. They're not excited. They're not at ease. They're not in love. They're, in fact, they're depressed, anxious, and actually in very deep fear around money. Mm. And so anything in life that you have these three emotions attached to, you repel. You don't actually bring them in. And you know, often you get women online saying, um, <laughs> when you do that, you throw me <laughs> off, man. Stop putting this. Tell me you're putting it up. <laughs> Tell me you're putting it up. You do that on Sam. How's it, brother? Uh, yes, also taboo in the home. Eric always does that. He throws me off the flipping, is it playing tricks on John Day? What's your story, bro? So, um, 
So most of us are in a in a state of uh, depression, anxiousness, and, and 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 fear. And women put up on social media, where are all the good men out there? And that is a process of lack of ease, anxious, uh, fearful that there are no good men out there. And so what they do is they repel all the good men and attract all the bad ones to keep confirming to themselves that all men are useless. So we do it with men, we do it with relationships, we do it with money, we do it with houses, we do it with careers, we did it all over the places, you know, we, we, we fall into that trap. And that's quite a big part of the workshop, you know, we go deep into that aspect of money frequency. Mm. And I think that's key. And then the last piece we do is about money intentionality. In other words, how intentional are you about how much money you want to make and how often you want to make it and how much of it can you contain? And this is from Kiki Theo, somebody who coached me for three years or so. She taught me a very, very clear idea of clarity before mastery. And you know this because in our private lives, I've shared with you the money that I've made and the, and the sort of intentionality I've had around money. And boy, does it come out of nowhere. It comes out of the woodworks and all of a sudden it's arrived, you know, and I said to you, uh, business has been slow because of uh, April and it's been like kind of just in a lull. This budget's been changing. And this morning I did a money meditation and this morning I got a huge contract, you know, from a bank. So these things do come about. We don't, we don't have to worry about how or when, but so the masterclass is made up of two clear sections, the future of work mm. and the future of business and how to add value and the emotional frequency to money and the intentionality, cadence and container of money. And those are the things I'll be unpacking the workshop itself is all the details are available um, on my social channels. So you can go to any of my social channels and you'll see that I've posted quite a little, lot about it over the last few days. The ticketing is done through Cricket. You go through Cricket and you just put your money in motion and it will pop up. And I've priced it really well. It's not an expensive course because it's a two-day course and I want as many people on it as possible. We've already got about 10 or 12 people on. So we're quite excited about it. It's growing nicely. So yeah, make sure you sign up if you want to understand the future of work and understand how to shift and recalibrate your energy with money. Mm, I love it. And I, actually, I, I like the way that you've put it together that you have this sort of first day that's focused more on the creation of it and the second day, which is more on the like the spiritual or the, the mindset side of it, right? Like that's the... Well, I wouldn't say spiritual side, but the emotional, emotional side, side of it. Of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Just to like direct people to some resources in the build up to this, um, we did a, a podcast episode on the passion economy last week. So you'll be able to access that on the podcast. Yes. And then the meditation you did this morning was that the Joe Dispenza one around abundance. Yeah, I, I mean, I did the abundance one last night. I did the one this morning. It's called Body Parts, okay. which is also really about abundance and, and 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 that sort of thing. So it's a different one. Okay, But there's so much material out there for this. You know mm. what I mean? It's not a scarce thing. You just have to be looking for it. But often when we're stuck in old ways of thinking, we don't, we're lethargic to want to change our energy. Mm. And uh, it's amazing. When I come out of an energy, I'm just a totally different person. You know, I just feel totally different about the yeah. world. So it's something really to do. Listen, you know, like I said in, in the, at the start of the episode, it's a, a topic that I've, I've spoken to you about many times, that I've heard you speak about many times. And I always, like I always leave sessions like that feeling inspired and uh, ready to make more money and to amass more wealth. And I think what, what it's really given me, and I think that's something that people will really take away from the sessions as well, is a comfort around money. Because it really is something where like, like, don't ask someone what their salary is. Like, it's rude. Like, don't, like, don't talk about money. Like, don't, don't get into like how much people make or like, like, 
you're the first person I think where we, you know, we feel comfortable saying to each other, like, I hope you make a lot of money this year. Or I hope you make a lot of money this week. Like and people don't say that. It's like, it's kind of weird that we don't have that level of comfort with it. Um, and so us like having that kind of a relationship with ourselves or between ourselves with money um, has made my relationship with money a lot better as well. So thank you for that. And I really want to encourage anyone sure. who who's uh, thinking about it to enroll. Like it's, it, it'll open your eyes. It'll give you a new way of thinking about money and it'll be worth it. So thank you for that. Good. Thank you. And uh, yeah. So thanks so much. We'll talk again about next week. Um, in the meantime, you can go check out the podcast on Spotify, on iTunes. Uh, you are more than welcome to leave us a review if you feel so inclined. Uh, otherwise, make sure to catch us. Well, if you listen to the podcast, then perhaps try and make a, uh, a point of jumping in on a Wednesday at 3 p.m. South African Standard Time on LinkedIn or on Facebook. Um, there are some comments coming through as well. So from Dylan, we... Hey, know Dylan, Dylan. What's up, Dylan, my friend? What's up, Dylan? Uh, nice to see you. Dylan actually has done a couple of Ironman or half Ironman. I'm not sure which one. So I was actually, Dylan, I'm going to call you to ask you about the swim because I'm scared of the swim. Okay, <laughs> we'll chat. And then uh, we have one more comment from Sam. So for those listening, uh, Sam saying, do you think the uncomfortability around yeah, Sam, about money comes from how we have witnessed our parents and peers feel about it? Yeah, Sam, I started off the explanation that we learned all the behavior around money from our parents and our parents come from a scarcity world and in their world as well as about saving and budgeting. And in today's world, we got a very different access to money and a very different access to the global market. So there's the rules are different, but our minds, sorry, my mind, our mindsets are still stuck in the past, you know? So yeah, join us in the masterclass. Like I said, I haven't made it expensive. I made it really well worthwhile. So yeah, check it out and uh, it'll be wonderful to have you join. On, on a technical point, just quickly before we go, okay. do you do you do budgeting? Mm. Do you like in your, in your, no. in your, not at all? No, no. And I'll tell you why. I uh, grew up uh, with absolute always budgeting because we came from a poor background. And I promised myself I never want to budget ever again. I'm just like, I'm done with budgeting. I don't want to budget. I hate budgeting. So I try and make as much money that never puts me in a position <laughs> where I have to budget. Perfect. So just very quickly, um, 25th of May and 26th of May, it's a Tuesday and a Wednesday from 8 o'clock to 9.30 South African Standard Time. Join us for the Money Workshop. It'll be wonderful to host you there. Thanks so much for joining in this week. Thank you. If you think anybody could benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them. And we look forward to seeing you and chatting to you next week. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao.